Hey. You're listening to Big Talk with Big Nate, brought to you by The Daily Goat, your go-to place for the latest news in baseball. And strike three called. They haven't been to the World Series since 2000, and the Mets are on their way back. Football. Rex Ryan said, I have to be better than Bill Belichick on one day. Put it on the two of them early in the week. It was that early interception that certainly changed the momentum to Harris play. It didn't lead the points, but it looked like right out of the gates that the Patriots were going to be taking it down and scoring. It was a whole lot tougher for that offensive unit the rest of the day. Basketball. Lynn puts it up. Movies. Avengers! Assemble. And TV shows. I'm Daredevil. And now the host of Big Talk with Big Nate, Nate Olshan. Welcome back, everybody, to Big Talk with Big Nate. This is going to be an interesting podcast. It's going to be a two-parter. First part is going to be with a legend dairy man, Jonah Alemani of, of Curry College. Jonah, how are we doing, my friend? How are we? Uh, Nate, we're doing great, big man. Tons to talk about. I mean, where to start oh, <laughs> with yeah. WandaVision? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, that finale this Friday was insane. I thought it was really good. Let's first talk about the uh, – the hype factor like a lot of fans and whatnot had their crazy theories i know i had my fair share of insane theories uh tell me what, what was your theory like what was your theory so my theory was that uh you're familiar with the comics right a little oh, bit yeah, very, very yeah, much okay. so. yeah good man so i thought that peter maximoff evan peters i thought he was going to be uh nightmare or mephisto mm-hmm. that didn't end up happening i thought dr strange would show up in the end or in an end credit scene that didn't happen. I thought I thought that Reed Richards or Hank McCoy was going to show up as the aerospace engineer. That didn't happen. Nope. I also thought, uh, yeah, that's that's actually really it. That's really it. All in all, though, I feel like it. They they took the fan. Well, obviously, they had the fan theories there and whatnot. Uh, and they, uh, Paul Bettany and uh, Tiona Paris, who plays Monica, they were like oh, eating they, into the fan theories. They baited the fan theories. Oh they yeah, really did. Yeah. Well, what like what were your some of your, some of your crazy theories? Well, my craziest theory was that I thought Wanda would call co- as as we saw Wanda was giving. If you walk through the hex enough times, you get powers. Yeah. So I was thinking that, like you like you, Reed Richards was going to show up, but he was going to have a whole crew with him that you know they would remain unnamed but we knew that they would eventually become the fantastic four yeah didn't end up happening at all we did we are now eventually going to get a blue marvel movie which i'm excited for but well yeah because monica rambo at least in the comics she becomes not stature it's a different hero but it has to do with captain marvel and she's a photon photon yes yeah and And, and what was it well, one of my other theories, uh, the biggest theory I had was that she was going to, since she was able to make the kids, 
I saw I saw this archived footage turned out to be fake uh, of Magneto showing up as like Wanda's protector and he was like ripping Vision apart. We now know that was just faked over footage of Fastbender. Yeah, I saw that too. And it was actually done by some graphics guy who everyone was saying, oh my God, Magneto's going to show up. And then he he tweeted, he was like, no, it's just a fan edit that I did just for fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw uh, that too. And I was like, oh my God, is this going to happen? I was genuinely hoping that they would have Avengers show up because as we've seen yeah. in the movie, like Wanda has connections with not just Vision. She had a connection with Clint. She had a connection with sort of like Anthony, with Anthony Mackie and fucking Sebastian Stan. Yeah. All those characters had a connection. So I was thinking maybe they would bring in an Avenger to be like, Wanda, you need to stop. But no, didn't end up. Yeah. Like, I, I, I really want to see in the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I kind of want to see some explanation to why Doctor Strange didn't show up because Agatha and whatnot using that kind of magic, even Wanda creating the hex and whatnot using chaos magic, you would assume that Doctor Strange would have that on his radar especially because that book, The Dark Hold, that Agatha was using the whole time. That's the missing book. I think, yeah, it must be the missing book. It's got to be the missing book. There's no other way. Yeah, so why, like, why wouldn't he know? Like, why wouldn't this be on his radar? There's, there's, How did this, like, just miss him? Like, it's just, like, not there. There must be some explanation. I hope that I hope, I hope that they show it in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness because it just makes no sense why he didn't show up. And at least in the end, or in some, like, Five second end credit scene, like yeah, just like hey, I hear I'm here for you to return to your sense. You're late, you're late, doc, or like something like that. I I don't know, it just made no sense to me. I like the finale though. I thought all in all, theories not happening and whatnot aside, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a it was a very heartfelt ending to the great to the great season, and it was a great stepping off point for Wanda's future as a Scarlet Witch. It definitely was. I would I would agree with a lot of that. I think what Marvel does best is even when it doesn't meet fan theories or expectations, it still man- manages to provide a satisfying and conclusive ending. Because yeah. as we all know, this is not the end of Wanda's story by any shape or form. And I think they really helped showcase her grief through everything. Yeah. And then we're able to show that while she might not have fully accepted it, she's able to move on and she's, I mean, now I guess she's just practicing her magic in yeah. some cave, some, in some house somewhere in the middle of wherever she is. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting when she was reading the dark hole and whatnot. In the end we saw, we heard Billy and Tommy speaking. Yeah. So I think maybe she's going into searching in the multiverse to try to find versions of the earth where they where her kids were actually real. And maybe that they're in peril or something and she might pluck them out and have them at, have them be her own kids. I like that. I'm also thinking that she might try to create them. It seems like because they're still, as we can tell, they're still in her head and yeah. she can hear them. So I think this might start to mimic House of M only slightly mm-hmm. in the idea of that Wanda might start losing her grip on what's real and what's not real. And the, the book she's reading, The Dark Code, it creates monsters and whatnot. It's like, so it does all that stuff. So who, who's to say it can't create life? You should create the kids. Exactly. Really cool. See, what I'm curious about is where did White Vision go? Mm-hmm. Because literally, he has a, a one-on-one with Vision, like our, our Vision, talks, and then just kind of goes away. He, he just flies yeah. off out of the hex. Do, will he make a return in... Doctor Strange, he might. I I think he's 
probably flying off to deal with these memories coming up in his head and whatnot. He wants to be off and just trying to figure that all that stuff out in his head. And then maybe, I think maybe multiverse of madness, maybe that maybe Wanda is reading this. So everybody that's listening, I have an article coming out or no, it came out yesterday on WandaVision. So I talked about all my theories and whatnot. You read article. Thank you. Thank you. Great, man. Of course. So I I talked about all my news, man. You're a great man. I appreciate it. Legend. So in that article in the end, I was talking about vision and whatnot, how he could appear. I think maybe, maybe as Wanda's reading this book and whatnot, she starts to go a little nuts because in the in the comics, anyone that reads the dark hold goes crazy. Yeah, so it's go a little. Yeah. So maybe she starts to go a little nuts as she's getting ready to finish reading the book. She tries to seek out Doctor Strange for maybe for his assistance and whatnot his help. Maybe he go he maybe he's a little standoffish a little bit because she's in possession of the dark hold. That book went missing. Maybe he just assumes she stole it. Maybe Chathon, who's that? Who's the god of chaos who wrote the book, starts to maybe possess her and whatnot, as he does. He possesses people in the comics. Maybe she just starts to go a little, she goes a little evil, and that's why maybe she's possessed. By the end of the movie, White Vision comes in, saves the day, they embrace in a hug, and then boom, it's all happy sunshines and rainbows. I would like to see that. Yeah, I got to, yeah, give me one sec because I have a special guest that clearly wants to get into my room. No problem. Come on, my, this is my beagle Milo. Oh. Oh, that's a great man. Yeah, so I definitely think that the reading the dark hold more and more is slowly but surely going to drive her insane. And I think that that's it's gonna take Doctor Strange to come in and either go into her mind and calm it down. Because what we forget is that not only does WandaVision tie into Doctor Strange too, the Loki TV series as well. Yeah. So my overall theory is that Loki's gonna be messing with timelines. Because that, at the TVA, that's what sort of, I think it's the time like enforcement sort of thing. Oh, so, time variance association or something like that. Authority. Yeah. So he could be creating variance in time while Wanda is messing with reality. Mm-hmm. And then Doctor Strange has to come in in the middle and it's just like, holy crap, you two and you two, come here. We need to talk. I like that theory. I mean, th- I would love to see a sorcerer like team up, you know, like at the end of the day, like who would not want to watch like, cause those are the MCU sorcerers that we at least know of. I mean, yeah. now we have Agatha who is trapped, which I also think might, she will definitely make a comeback. I think oh, yeah. Wanda even says, I know where you'll be if I need you. And I think she's going to end up needing her. And with Agatha, like I'm still not completely sold that at the end of the day, she was really a villain. She kept on saying, like, you don't know what you're doing and whatnot. Maybe she knows how to control this magic, the chaos magic. And maybe that's why she wanted to take it from Wanda, because Wanda doesn't know anything about magic at that point. She wants the power for herself to be able to contain it. I don't know. Her having the dark hole, though, is definitely a little a little uh, suspicious. So maybe we'll see something to do with that down the line. Maybe well, I mean, she's in cahoots with the villain, or maybe she's in cahoots with the villain of Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Maybe that villain fixes well, Agatha and gets Agatha back to being normal. I mean, my thinking is like you said, anyone who reads the Dark Hold slowly but surely gets insane. So Agatha's had the Dark Hold this whole time. So yeah. no matter how pure her intentions were, like, I need this magic because you can't be trusted with it. At the yeah. end of the day, there was some level of malevolence with her intent. Yeah. She always wanted power. What did she want to do with that power? We don't know. Because she kept all she she never really alluded to plans. She alluded to the yeah. fact that she was like, I can make your life better, Wanda. 
I can leave, give you a little corner of the world and I'll go away. Yeah. But what's her plan? Exactly. Everybody's got an end game and we, we didn't see what her end game was. All we thought it was that take the power, make Wanda's life happy. But that's it. And like power. And I think that's what an allegory, that's an allegory to grief because at the end of the day, like there's no magic that can just take pain away. There's no magic that can just make it all go away. And I think that was sort of the idea of what Wanda was talking about. She needed to experience this grief in order to move forward. And she talks about that. Like she thanks the boys. Like, thank you for letting me be your mom. Because on some level, even they knew that they weren't real. So it's all about sort of finding that balance, I think. And I think that's really what Marvel does best. Yeah, yeah, they they definitely do a great job with it. Marvel also loves setting up future movies, future TV shows and whatnot. Yeah, that's their bread and butter at this point because they know they're not going anywhere. Yeah, and we got that in that first uh, in that first uh, mid credit scene. We saw that woman just reveal herself as being a scroll. Uh, Monica's now, or Monica's now going to go off and prepare for Captain Marvel two, and then Secret Invasion. That's going to be awesome. I, my my favorite thing that the MCU has done is that they made the scrolls the good guys. That, that they show yeah. that that is the biggest change from the comics I have seen. Which is going to be interesting in Secret Invasion because I now that Marvel or now that Disney now owns the Fox rights, we can now get Super Scroll. We can get Super Scroll. Yeah, that could be a nice tie-in to Fantastic Four, too. See, I won't lie. I, I fully believe there was a Fantastic Four ad during WandaVision. Because there was, there was this space during one of the commercials, one of the ads, it was like a space thing. And there was a number four. And it was like a spaceman suit. And I remember seeing that and just going, oh, my God. It turned out not to be. But I remember yeah. seeing that and just thinking, huh. All right, Marvel. Yeah. But my my favorite one of the ads was probably the one, um, that little claymation kind of style, one of that kid on that island. Oh, yeah. I uh-huh. thought that that was going to set up her make, Wanda making a deal with Mephisto. Really? Yeah. That's But I, obviously, it didn't end up being the truth. Or maybe yeah. it set it up and maybe she does. Yeah, it was like the kid made the deal with the shark, kind of like making a deal with the devil. Doesn't work out in the end. It's like, hmm, is that a, is that a nice little tease to what's going to happen? I mean, the most I think we can both agree the most obvious commercial, like at least what we knew it was alluding to, was the Lagos brand oh, paper towels. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> I that I felt that was a little bit of dark humor, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> if you don't know what that represents, it's really messed up. Yeah. <laughs> I had to explain that to a friend who didn't see Civil War. He went, what happened? I went, oh, Wanda killed a lot of people <laughs> by accident. <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting that all of those ads kind of had to deal with past trauma of Wanda. Like we had the Stark one, the Strucker one. Obviously the Lagos one is probably the biggest one. Can we talk about like, so did Wanda have powers before? That's what it seems like. That's what it seems like. I I think that they're setting the setting it up that 2015 we meet Wanda, we meet Pietro. They can't use Magneto. I think they're gonna set us up for a Magneto reveal eventually. I mean, you've heard about the the mutants project, correct? Oh yeah. Did you know at least a little fun fact? Uh, Stanley originally that's what he called the X Men. Originally they were called the mutants. Yeah. And they had to he he scrapped that name because Marvel read it and was like. The mutants that's not an appealing title like no one wants to read a comic called the mutants so he changed it to x-men because the x gene 
but I think that's really interesting that they're like putting it under the pet project of the mutants. Yeah, I really like that. I'm really intrigued to see who they're going to use on that cast of characters. I mean, I've been seeing uh, some fan polling. They want the guy who plays uh, Wayne from Letterkenny. Uh, he's actually a really talented actor here. Okay. Uh, I've heard of it. I've heard it's good. It's on Hulu, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the actor, yeah, his name's Jared Kiso. He's they want Canadian. him for Did... Wolverine. Yeah, they want him Wolverine. for Wolverine because uh... while he's not like, of course, every problem with every Wolverine actor has been he's too tall. Yeah. <laughs> and in the comics, Wolverine is short as hell. Yeah. yeah. But Kiso has a lot going for him in terms of being able to go from serious to comedic. Oh, nice. And he's already Canadian. So that really helps with the overall accent and overall background of Wolverine. And he's a big guy, so he can get buff quick for the role as well. Do you want to know who I think is perfect for the role for, for the role of Wolverine and is my number one choice? Please. And I hope to eventually see it one day in my lifetime. Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander on The Boys. Oh. But guys who can do comedic and serious. Yeah. Oh, I love And in real life, he's, I think, um, he's not Canadian. He's, I think, Swedish. Yeah, no, he's like a, he's like a Swedish actor, but he's, yeah. he kills every role he's in. Oh, yeah. Like I'm looking back at all this stuff. He's, he's such a good actor. Uh, if you got a chance, uh, watch Banshee. On I've heard that's amazing. It's on Amazon, I think. Right? Uh, HBO Max. Literally, I I streamed Banshee illegally uh, for the longest time, and then a month later, after I finished the show, they announced it was going to be on HBO Max. Oh wow! I was so annoyed. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, I've but... been wanting to watch that lately. I've been seeing him tweet about it. Yeah, I think he'd be perfect. I think he would. I also think uh, I want I want to see a new Magneto. I, I well, here's here's the question for you: Do you want them to bring back a lot of the actors from the Fox movies, or do you want them to just recast them? I say recast. Keep Evan Peters if you want. Fans loved it. That's what they theorized. If they can find a way to have Peters play Quicksilver again or whatnot, do it. But other than him. Just just recast everybody. I'm thinking recast some, but not all. I would love to see Halle Berry play Storm again. Yeah. Like, I would absolutely, that would make me so happy because I think she killed that role. Every movie she was in, like, that's one of, like, the X-Men movies in me have a bit of strife, but I've never had a problem with Halle Berry's sort of role in them. Yeah. She played a perfect Aurora, and I think she would be. The new actress also played an amazing Aurora as well. In like the prequel stuff, yeah. But I think that Hallie really killed it. I would love to see Chelsea Grammer come back as Hank McCoy. I think. Oh yeah. I would love to see that. But also Nicholas Holt also does a great job as Hank. Does, McCoy. Yeah. He could he could definitely rock it in the MCU. It's like a little bit of an older. If they all come back, if they come back, the ones that come back, they need to be a bit older. They like I don't want them to just come back and then immediately be like, oh, what's the X Men sort of thing. I, I would love it to be a multiverse thing, you know. Yeah. But I mean, if it's not, it's not. At the end of the day, if they recast, they'll recast and they'll probably do a good job because it's Marvel. Yeah. So, so how do you want to see them do the X Men? Do you want to see it be on like in the multiverse or then be on the same Earth as everyone else? My preferred, I would love the multiverse. I would love like somehow they get put into the MCU, like kind of like we've been displaced from our time. So, like a days of future past sort of thing. Because yeah. The X-Men are capable of multidimensional travel. Like, they got cable and stuff. 
So yeah. it is possible to do that. And Deadpool's coming to the MCU. The, the third Deadpool movie's arriving. Yeah. And a super rated R, which I love. Yeah. So if they can bring Deadpool over and somehow have a plan for that, and he's in their universe, they should yeah. have a plan for the rest of the X-Men. Because they can't just show up and be like, oh, we don't know who this who Deadpool is. Yeah. And Deadpool being like, I know who all of you are. I mean, he can because it's Deadpool, but still. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. I would prefer a multiverse thing. I want them to commit. That is what I really want. I want them, if it's going to be a whole new cast set in the MCU, do that. But if not, don't try to go halfway and people please. Like, don't try to fan please, but also create something new. You know what I mean? They either need to do fan service or a whole new thing. I don't think they can do both. Exactly. Like, people are saying they want uh, Hugh Jackman to come back as Wolverine. I don't. I think. I I'm confident in saying there's no bigger fan of Hugh Jackman than me. He's done. He did his time as Wolverine and he did an amazing, amazing job. And I don't think, I think that would be like detrimental to the series. I think it needs to move forward. For sure. Yeah. I think there's no in between with it. Definitely just go with, go choose one route. Don't try to do two kind of things. If they want it to be on the regular earth as everyone go with it yeah. and just don't because it gets to a point where like, so my parents, uh, they, they're not comic, comic book readers at all, but they yeah. like, the, well, well, my dad falls asleep, but my mom loves the Marvel movies and WandaVision and whatnot. Yeah. But, uh, she, she hates like the multiverse and all that stuff. She thinks it's just, it's too, it's too confusing. So we were watching um, the flash CW show when that came out oh, uh, like 2014 gosh. or whatever. First two seasons were great, and then it started to get into like the multi, or even second season started to get into like the multiverse and whatnot. And she just had to stop. DC is now doing this with the Batman taking place yeah, on Earth oh too. And even Flash is going to be so freaking confusing. We're gonna have two Batmans in in, in the Flash Wait. movie. It's gonna be like we're gonna oh, have yeah, three. You're right. Yeah, it's gonna be like I don't I don't know what I don't know what they're doing, but I feel like DC. I'm a little nervous about how they're gonna get that done i think that they're gonna find a way to screw it up but at least it's warner brothers but marvel yeah. i feel like if anyone can do it right i think that they can and i hope dc does it right i hope yeah. they do i'm thinking that dc needs to at least warner needs to there's they're hurting themselves yeah. by having too much creative control they're not letting directors have their vision there's always studio input exactly that has been just ruining films like I mean, I don't need to tell you about Batman versus Superman. The whole fact that Lex Luthor's plan literally could be stopped if they did one thing wrong. Literally one thing. If like yeah. one person did not do the right thing, it was like somehow get P to Senator. What? Why is that? Yeah. A, why is that part of the plan? Just the whole thing that they do. It's like they they all like they obviously want to compete with Marvel, and they, they do. don't do the one thing that Marvel does. That's their main role let directors have creative freedom we've seen what they've done with one room in 1984 most recently we've seen to hell what they've done with justice league we saw what they did with obviously batman versus superman man of steel to an extent the original one I, 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 I won't lie man doing? of steel if i had to have like a good dc movie of the recent ones it's man of steel and even then like that movie has a lot of freaking plot holes yeah i like Wait. wonder woman the original one but that one too the whole third act of it was just no yeah, no, and then 84, I have so many problems. Yeah, I... Talk, talk about one movie. 
What? She learned to fly out of nowhere. Yes. And then it's never referenced again. She can't fly in Justice League. She can't fly in Batman versus Superman. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, isn't that, so how can she just fly now? This is a prequel movie. You can't give her new abilities in a prequel. Yeah. Like, the new suit, that's fine. That's like the Amazon suit. She doesn't need that all the time. That's yeah. fine. I can get that. You can't give new abilities in a prequel and then just somehow justify them never using that ability again. Yeah, it makes makes no sense. Most of that Warner Brothers has done. Uh, they brought in that Walter Hamada guy to be the president of DC Films. Apparently, he's terrible uh, and like racist. Yeah, Rick uh, Fisher's he, talked a, a lot about how much he hates him, and they uh, just recently so gave uh, him a contract extension to like three or five more years. Oh, they did. Yep, Hamada. I, I don't. I don't know why. I just, I just don't want to. Didn't he say that he would never work? He he literally said, I will never work on another project as long as Hamada is the chairman, which makes sense. And he's not the only one to speak out about that. Uh, Jason Momoa, as well, has shown support for Ray Fisher. He literally was like, someone should investigate what happened on that set was not okay. It just makes no sense. Like, I remember at the time when Justice League was being filmed and whatnot, and it stopped like a week, and then news came out that Zack Snyder's daughter killed herself. I was just like, and then it came out too that Joss Whedon was going to be put in charge to finish the film. I, I hated why, that. So why, why fast track it? Put it on why put it back burner to yeah. stop for the year. Have respect for your director. Literally, yeah. he just went through one of the worst personal tragedies someone could imagine. And no, we're going to make you, and now we're going to take this baby you have and crush it. Like, I'm, you know I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of Zack Snyder's movies, but. Have have a have at least a little bit of common decent of just of respect and decency for the guy. Don't just like give him a clown like money. Joss Whedon. We saw what he did with Age of Ultron, and he ruins it. My biggest problem with Whedon is that he tried. He is one of uh, Gal Gadot actually spoke out against Whedon because yeah. uh, that scene in Justice League where like the Flash falls on her, and it's like oh he put his head. She didn't want to do that scene. No yeah. one wanted to do that scene because it just completely and utterly disrespects the character of wonder woman yeah and it makes her seem like some floozy they literally they brought in a stunt double he was like fine we'll do it without you and they cgi'd her face onto it wow yeah dc i don't know what they're doing warner brothers at least it confuses me and i hope i i I really think i've said this before on the podcast i i i strongly believe james gunn's the suicide squad is going to change the course of dc comics and just in regular movies, because I feel like we're going to get an R-rated film in the Suicide Squad. Deadpool, very raunchy with the first two. We kind of, it never really had that effect of like, oh, rated R superhero movies can stick. I think the Suicide Squad is going to have that effect. It's going to be huge for DC Comics and Warner Brothers. And I'm hoping, really hoping, that it's going to kind of make Warner Brothers be like, okay, we got to give these directors more creative freedom. Suicide Squad is the best thing we've ever done in our history of being a film studio for DC Comics, at least. Yeah. Let's let them, let's give these directors their own freedom and just let it ride. Yeah, I'm hoping the Snyder Cut, like, adds to that as well. I'm hoping that they realize, like, this, the Snyder Cut looks good. In my opinion, the Snyder Cut looks amazing from the moment we finally, I was nervous. I won't lie, I was nervous that whole time until... We finally got to see the finalized version of Dark Side. I saw that finalized version. I went, oh man, this could be very good. And they've already said it ends on a cliffhanger. It's meant to set up more things. And apparently it's going to be like a very frustrating cliffhanger, which I'm fine with. Yeah, me too. Me too. But maybe, I just, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll get 
HBO Max TV series for the final two movies. Yeah. Maybe we won't, but maybe we'll get into a comic book series, which I think would be cool. Warner Brothers apparently, or DC apparently, turned turned Slander down on that. Yeah, but they want. Yeah, he wanted out. to turn it into a comic, and they're yeah. like, no. It's like seriously, you can't even give the guy a comic. I feel like once the movie comes out, hopefully, if it does well critically, I think that's when we're going to get a lot of traction. Hopefully, maybe an HBO Max series. Hopefully, maybe a comic book series. One of the two. Well, when but, it does well, what really happens is they owe Zack Snyder an apology. Oh yeah. They, they, they owe Zach. You know he's never actually seen the the original Justice League. Oh yeah. You know uh, his wife and um, Chris Nolan yeah. watched it and told him they're like Zach, you like this would break you. Please yeah. do not watch this movie. And he never has. He's never seen it. Yeah, I saw a very funny meme on Instagram of remember that episode of SpongeBob where Squidward gave SpongeBob that explosive pie. Yeah. And he's like rubbing down the uh, table and looks all happy. And Squidward's crying. And then um, Mr. Krabs looks all sad. So they edit it to make Mr. Krabs look like Chris Chris Nolan. And yeah. Squidward look like Deborah Snyder. And then SpongeBob oh, and Zack Snyder. And Zack Snyder just yeah. happened. Yeah. And they said, should we tell him about how bad the movie is? And then, <laughs> and then Mr. Krabs is like, no, let him have his moment. Let him have his moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> And just, Snyder didn't didn't take any money for this movie. He was like, I don't need any money. I want to do this just for myself, just just to be happy. I mean, because he's got another movie already coming out. The that zombie apocalypse, the zombie, yeah, the zombie heist movie. Which, as I say out loud, I didn't. It's one of those movies you didn't know you needed. You yeah. didn't know you needed those heist movies set during a zombie apocalypse. It was always one of those things you're curious about. And so I'm very excited to see what that's going to be. Yeah, that sounds um, sounds really interesting. My overall hope for at least Justice League, is that it reignites the DC fandom. I think the DC fandom is very split apart right now. Yeah. In terms of people who like the old stuff, people who like the comics, people who like the new stuff. Like, I won't lie. I can't stand a lot of these new DC movies, but I'm a fan, so they're guilty pleasures. I would like them to stop being guilty pleasures and just yeah. pleasures. Yeah, like I hated 2017's Justice League movie. But whenever it's on, whenever it's on TV, I'll watch it because I still find it really entertaining. And that's kind of why yeah. I still kind of like that movie. Because it's just cool to see a live action Justice League. It's like we're never going to, at least at the moment, that's this is what we have. When the Snyder Cut comes out, we'll have more. I'm hoping that it does great. I'm hoping that that does well. Yeah, I, I got I got I got some strong hopes for it. I got some high hopes. Yeah. And we got the Batman coming out like next October or next or no, next March, I think. Oh, March. man, I need that film i i was a pattinson doubter i was a pattinson doubter from day one i said that movie it's gonna blow rob pattinson's not batman he's edward cullen and then nate you opened my eyes you said watch what did you tell me you told me to watch lighthouse which i did good time you told me to watch good time yeah. i did that and then i watched the devil all the time yes. which he's in with tom holland watch that on my own that was great and no, and then I see the trailer and oh my God, this guy is, he's Batman. Yeah. Like he's Batman. And I think it's probably going to be one of the best Batman we've ever seen. Yeah. I love Pattinson when they, when they cast him as Batman, I was really excited. Like he, he kind of got a bad rap from Hollywood, like 2010 and whatnot. He was in those, um, the Twilight, Twilight movies. movies. He got typecast. Yeah. Hollywood kind of just like, kind of just like blacklisted him a little bit. He did a bunch of indie projects, like all those movies he's pretty much done, uh, but yeah. so, uh, until Tenant. That was his first big, big movie he's done since then. But oh, he's 
he's really been he's been great lately and everyone's starting to finally notice realize robert pattinson's a great man and a great actor he's gonna be a phenomenal he's an actual actor he's not some yeah. one hit teen wonder so we got another guest on here tj but don't jonah thank you my friend for being on thank you thanks for having me my man definitely wandavision's great jonah you stay well nate you stay well wandavision's great let's hope justice league is just as good oh yeah gotta have you i gotta have you on sometime soon good man again damn right oh yeah i'll catch you later big nate yeah man there he is tj tj albin we got another guest another guest and it is the the tj albin how you doing the tj albin oh i love the tj oh he's here yeah (laughs) (laughs) no one and i just talked wandavision for a little while talked a little bit of dc movies as well but now we got you on tj What's going on? So, hanging in there. Finale. What was your overall thought of the finale? Give me, give me the rundown. What did you think of it? So, my overall on the finale, I thought it was really good. From when we talked with uh, with you and Jay, I thought it was really well, really well put. Um, God, there was so much going on. I know we've talked like we've talked off air like beforehand. Like just from FaceTiming each other, like there was a lot of stuff that we couldn't like. I don't think we predicted. Well, for one, thank God you didn't bet, uh, bet on Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. Sad. yeah. So was I. You know, I was kind of hoping that spot. I was kind of hoping for that to be in the show. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really well put this this episode for the final se- uh for the f- season finale. Yeah. I don't want to say final episode because let's be real, no one knows. You don't know. You never know. It's Marvel. Yeah, Marvel they, has ways of bringing people back from the dead. Yeah, Marvel has ways of recap, like redoing their stories or re reusing them over time years later. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah. But it was really good. I thought it was a really good way to like end it, and I think it's a good way to start her new chapter as the Scarlet. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a very heartfelt ending to the great show, oh, yeah. and it's a perfect platform for Wanda's future as a Scarlet Witch. 100%. And it, it, I really enjoyed it. Like, yes, I, you know, me, I had all those crazy theories about what could happen and what I thought was going to happen. Next to none of them really came true besides a scroll showing up and setting up Captain Marvel 2 Secret Invasion show. That was good. I liked that. It was yeah. like the man, up, like, she's like basically like saying the man upstairs wants to talk to you. I love that. Yeah. That gave me goosebumps, bro. That gave me goosebumps. Yeah. That was like, awesome. just like watching that. That was, that was, that was crazy. I love that scene. Oh, but God. yeah, I felt like good. with everything considered that didn't happen, I yeah. feel like it was still a really good, a very, very well done episode. And it wrapped up everything. Oh, I agree. And it sets up great stuff to happen again. Like we got, we did get Monica getting her powers. Agatha's not fully dead. She's still, the door is open for her to come back eventually. Oh, yeah. The kids, there's still a door open for them to potentially come back in the multiverse. There was. Wanda's now fully embraced her power and is the Scarlet Witch. So we got a lot of great things that happened. The Twitter world's kind of just got to just relax. Like, we, yes, we didn't get 95% of what we wanted or what people were theorizing, but Marvel so took it and did a great job at ending it. Well, that's the thing is that you have people out there that want to see, like, you know, the Doctor Stranges. They want to see what else? The the X-Men, like, series to kind of intertwine with the MCU, right? And first off, I just want to say that was bullshit what they did with Quicksilver. That's such yeah. bullshit. Yeah. By the way, just like having a guy from Westview that like 
like kind of fit the resemblance or like it was an actor or whatever and like he was in control because of like a, a necklace that um like she like he was given but i'm like are you kidding me did did you I was read, pissed off with that so you so you read my quick you read my article right or you read i read it real quick i read it real quick yeah. it was really good thank you yeah yeah so it was kind of revealed in the beginning where Jimmy said there's a guy named Ralph or whatever who's a mi- who's a missing person. We got to go after this guy. He's part of witness protection program. We don't find out what that is. And I'm thinking maybe could it be that Jimmy knows that he's Quicksilver from a different world and that he's that's why he's being put in witness protection program is he felt like Wanda Maximoff would go insane if she felt like a brother of herself or a version of her brother came into the multiverse. And maybe we'll find that out down the line. We might. But they don't know. fully answer what he is, who he is and whatnot, where he comes from. So. But that's the thing with Marvel yeah. is that it's never say never with a lot of things. And with the Quicksilver, with the what was his name? Uh, with Peter. Yeah. With, uh, what was his name in the show? Ralph. Ralph. Bonner. Yeah. Like, just like, are you kidding me? A Ralph? A Ralph? Like, that's the name. Like, no, no offense. To Ralph. But it's just like <laughs> you couldn't do anything yeah. else. Yeah. It's like really way to go. Like way to turn it around real quick. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's a crazy way to turn it around for everything else that happened in that series to like culminate in the end was just really well put. Was really really well put. Oh yeah. But you know, in the end, some people had to go. I mean, as we see in the end, it, like hopefully, hopefully you put a spoiler out of like. Oh yeah, like, we're talking spoilers. We're talking spoilers. We're talking oh, yeah. spoilers. Yeah. Hell yeah. With uh, with visions the the vision theory. Uh, the new like how he's finally getting his memories back. That's uh, dude, again, that's such bullshit. With that, by the way, like I, I think that's bullshit. You don't like that? No, because I feel like it could lead into something more. Like let let it sit, let it simmer. Like okay, there's a new vision. There's a vision. Like okay, let that let that storyline sink, and then you can use it later on for Doctor Strange too. Yeah, I feel like that's what that they did. Into it. I, feel like, I feel like that's what they did. Like, like he has those memories now in his head. I feel like him leaving off and whatnot. I feel like just trying to like reconcile with himself and just kind of realize, like, okay, I had this life. I had this lover and Wanda. I had a family in a way. Like, like I get that. Keep on, but I feel like by the end of maybe Doctor Strange or whatever comes afterwards, it. yeah, whatnot. I feel like that's when they're gonna really just gonna like lock in and be like, he's gonna be okay. I'm Vision. What I would have liked to seen was Wanda doing that to that vision. I would have rather have seen that versus the vision that she created doing I, that. I don't. I don't think she can though. He's, he she's magic. Why he's an android? He's not really alive. That's true. That's true. So I, I, I don't know. I feel like that's why it's good that they had Vision do it because then maybe yeah, guess, it would never happen again. But maybe yeah, I guess so. You know the the kind of. I guess to kind of get more into it with the the android side of it, like both of them being androids or a figment imagination of an android <laughs> for the yeah. vision that Scarlet Witch made. But I li- also I like how they're finally using the name Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And I know you brought that up uh, in a conversation that we had about Fox uh, when Fox like made the deal with the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. The name was with the deal. Yep. So I like how they used it finally and brought it in versus just like you know just using it like holy shit all right, we got we have it let's use it. No, give it time. Like give it time, build the story, and you make it a big angle with it. Yeah, and I really liked that twist that they gave for with the name. Like in the name yeah. in the comics, I've told you before, 
she literally just chose the name Scarlet Witch. Just, it's just became a thing. And right. There's no like background to it. Like there's like a prophecy or whatnot. Like mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch is evil. I'm really interested to see how they go with that route. And it's really cool to see that they did that because now comic book readers like myself and whatnot, we know Scarlet Witch and whatnot. We don't, we now don't know what's going to happen because what they're doing now wasn't really a thing in the comics. So that's yeah. really cool. No, it's it's cool. It's cool to see that they're establishing that they're not just yeah. like saying, okay, her name is Scarlet Witch. Let's just use Scarlet Witch. No, they went off with Wanda Maximoff for a while, and then finally, when they got the name rights, okay, they said, no, let's not just use it. Yeah, let's hold in that back pocket. You know what I mean? Like you always have that that ace in the hole to kind of grab people's attention and to use that to your advantage, right? And to use that in this series as a like a I want to say a teaser, but a hang like um, a cliffhanger um, in the last the last episode before the last episode, episode eight to get that and then going into it more in depth. But we also saw teasers during the show, too, of her wearing the costume as well. So was there was a symbol there was symbolism behind everything in the show. Like um, I like we talked, I think we talked about it with Jay. I don't know if it was on air, off air about the commercials with the different things uh, with the beeping and one. Oh my god! What else was it? The the, the Lagos paper towels. The paper towels, yeah, just like everything there. Stark there's always, there. yes, yeah. There's always symbolism behind everything yeah. that's used. So in this case, it's kind of like a little Easter egg. Yeah. I don't know if we covered that that like that Easter egg. I, I think we might have, but that Easter egg that was brought up into it was finally captivated in the end in the end game of this episode. Yeah. Which <laughs> it was really good. was really well again, like I'll say, it was really well put mm-hmm. for her story to close for the WandaVision side of it and to move on to the Doctor Strange side of it. Yeah. Yeah. I really I and I thought with that little ad within the show that we had, I just talked about it with Jonah for a little bit. But the one yeah. remember the one where there was that boy on that desert island and he was all yeah. hungry and whatnot, made a deal with the shark, mm-hmm. kind of like making a deal with the devil. I thought that that was gonna set up that Wanda made a deal with Mephisto. But maybe it's going to show that maybe in the future she might make a deal and be like, give me my kids and I'll do something evil or something in return. So do you feel like it's a future teaser then? I feel like it could be, especially with her reading The Darkhold, because that book, as as I said in my article, as I've said a lot, it's written by the God of Chaos and whatnot, who's in control of her magic or where her magic comes from, his power. So maybe he's kind of like a devil figure in a way. Be, he possesses people in the comics. Yeah. I feel like maybe he'll be like, I'll give you your kids back if you do my bidding for a little bit. And she was like, okay, sure. Kids are back. And then he possesses her. I think it's going to be good. I think with Marvel, they always do it well. They yeah. always put everything out there. They don't care what the, what, like, let's be real. They don't care what the cost is. They care yeah. about just putting the story out. Yeah. You great know? content, great story. And That's great. Great holding it in too. That's the thing is with Marvel. It's just they don't want anything out. They don't want to release anything, any information. They don't want like teasers or spoilers or anything like that. When it comes to like their movies and whatnot, they keep it locked up and like locked up, right? And that's the beauty of it. But you don't see that. And I've, we've talked about it before. We we don't see that nowadays with a lot of different movie companies. Like you take a look at DC. I don't think DC does that does that for anything yeah, not really no no but marvel is like anti-spoiler which i i really like yeah. you know like yeah, dc rat- tries to do it and it doesn't always like in the past marvel has had a couple leaks but 
lately though they've been really good about not having anything leak which i think is great yeah i think so too you know with with dc like they like you said they try to do it but marvel has found that formula that works and makes yeah. sense even though you have a guy like tom holland doing a live like a live instagram and gets the poster and says yeah do not leak yeah I, I like I I don't know if that's a joke or if that was like legit. It's like yeah, you, you always hear like that second like that that story and then be like oh yeah, but Marvel like oh like Marvel told me to do it or like Marvel didn't really care. I got fined for it. You know you get you always get those stories in the end. The one thing I will say like for that end credit that last end credit where she's like you know just abandoned like she's in a cabin like wherever right. And then she's like going through the book and you hear like the voice of her son says, he's saying, mom, like, I, I know I talked to you about this. I thought that was really good. I think that something is happening in like another multiverse to mm. her kids. That was my theory yeah. with the book. Um, like, I kind of wanted you to elaborate on yours because I know we went back and forth about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's using the book and whatnot could possibly be looking in the multiverse yep. and trying to find a version of herself where she had the kids organically, mm. like the real kids, and then something's happening or whatnot, some problem. Maybe she dies or something. I don't know. And she plucks out the kids from that time, from the multiverse and makes them her own kids. And then maybe by doing that, gets Doctor Strange a little bit, a little bit ticked off. Maybe that's how it, they kind of cross paths. But yeah, I definitely think I'm going to go out on a limb right here, TJ. I'm going to bring up, I'm going yeah. I'm going I'm going I'm going to say something right now. Are you ready for this? We gonna say, BK. We gonna say. Mark my words. I say this too in my article. I say this too. <laughs> I said eventually, eventually, mm -hmm. Wanda or the Maximoff family of her vision and the and the two kids, we will have that back eventually on in the MCU for a long time. I think there's a I think there's a big chance that that could happen in the multiverse of madness by the end of that movie or in a, or in an, in an end, in an end credit scene. Maybe she's with the kids, and then Vision comes up and he has his memories back or something like that. At the end of the day, it's a theory, you know. You, like, look at it this way: we had so many going into the season finale. Yeah, they never came. There were so many, dude, and that's just the beauty of Marvel because there's so many comics and there's so many stories that have been put out there by Marvel and by others yeah. that could twist and make like twist and turn in this multiverse. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's crazy to think, you know, because it's like, in reality, you look at one comic, it's like, okay, here's the story. And then you look at another comic, no, no, here's the story, right? Like, if you look at, a re like, a, just a book, you look at a regular book, it's like, okay, here's the story, here's how it does. It's like, you see, like, the the books into movies or the movies into books, when you know, how however that goes. That's why yeah. I never read the book, I just go watch the movie. <laughs> but that's how it is. Like, sometimes it does match up. But with the comics, the beauty of it is, it's always changing. Stories always change with the comics, especially. And that's the beauty of that. Yeah. Like, because you never, like, you can say to yourself, oh, yeah, I'm not going to see. It. I know what happens in the comics. And then you find out it doesn't happen. Shit, I got to watch it. I got to watch it. That's what makes Marvel, like, so big. It's like, okay, they really do try to grab your attention like that. Yeah. It's really good. I love I love the way they do it, dude. Yeah. And I feel like WandaVision kind of revealed to me. So my whole thing about this i was thinking okay there's no way in hell that dr strange is not going to show up it makes too yeah. much sense but if this was if this was a comic book story if they if literally if wandavision was nothing to do with the mcu and if they were just a comic book story oh for sure dr strange would have showed up they'd probably have some big ass team up of many people coming in to join but with the movies and whatnot 
they don't do that because that would just be that would be too easy. Yeah, it'd be too much. And I feel like right now with the show, I feel like that's kind of their way of saying like it's not always going to happen. There's Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and she is a co-star in that movie for a reason. Doctor Strange isn't in this. You're going to have to wait. So I feel like this kind of really shows to me like the heart grows fonder. Not everything needs to be a team up. Like they love setting up stuff for team ups, but not everything needs to be a team up. Like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. But I mean that that story in itself is going to be good. It's already like you like literally last episode you convinced me oh, yeah. of like you know what like I, I'll give it a chance. You know when we talk on our show, I mean we're still in the works of that, but right. it's going to be a good conversation topic. It is uh, a good piece of conversation topic. I know especially on here and especially on our YouTube slash podcast show that we will be starting up on. Nate, what was the date of that? What was it? March twentieth. March twentieth. March twentieth. Remember that? March twentieth. March twentieth. It's gonna be exciting. March twentieth, big kid. But that, like, we go back to like the the way that they're doing business with these these episodes, with like how one division started off. It's perfect. That was a good start for them to really build off of this series or to build these series up. I think, and I've said, like, I've gone back and forth with my opinion on this because it's like you're getting more out of it through the series rather than a movie right yeah. like movies obviously just two hours you told me it was six hours total for the series like for the series like all together every episode was close to 45 minutes but including the including the seven minute credits including <laughs> those but that's marvel yeah. you know that's marvel like you look at those seven minute credits and i know we talked about it with jay and the the credits the reason it's like okay look at it this way you never know if there's gonna be an end credit the last like six episodes were there was no end credit scene Next thing you know, like I think it was like seven, eight, and nine all had end credit scenes. So that's what I'm saying. They throw you off. Perfect. So you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. And it's like, oh, okay, nope, they're not doing end credits. Oh my God, that's uh, like, that's the first for MCU. They're not doing end credits. Next thing you know, they do end credits. It throws you off your game. So then when you find out from like dirt sheets, when you find out from Twitter, all that, you kind of give you like, you, you're, like you're kind of like just slapping yourself. You're like, this guy, damn it, it was there. Yeah. It was there <laughs> and I was watching. Now I have to go back and watch it. And that's the thing. And so like that's what I did. I was like, wait a minute, there was an end credit. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like, God damn it, I was a dummy for not doing it. I was a guy, I was a dummy for not trying to fast forward through those end credits. But it was good. It's been uh it's been really good, you know, like with the with everything that they're doing. And I think this is a um a new era that they can really get into, especially oh, yeah. like to establish newer characters into the mcu right and especially like for example like with hawkeye right with hawkeye getting that series i i think it's better um for him to have that rather than a full-on uh multi-million dollar movie either way it's the same budget you're not doing that it'll be easier to know more about him you're building him up more yeah you're building that story you know because like with like black widow she's been in the mcu for a while i mean she gets her own movie that's good she gets her own flagship movie great with hawkeye you're getting that end of the stick, but in reality, you're actually getting more than Black Widow is, if you really think about it. You're getting more hours on you, you're getting a better storyline built up, and you're creating the future of the MCU as well in that series. Yeah. So speaking about Black Widow, I feel like it's it's been long enough now. The movie was supposed to come out over a year ago. Yep. Almost a year ago to the day, May something. But yeah. It's to the point now, we've talked about this many times before, seeing how great WandaVision did. It was the most popular show in the whole world. Yeah. I feel like they should take Black Widow, cut it in half, make it two parts, 
put it up on Disney on uh, Disney Plus and be like, okay, here we are. It's going to be a two-part episode thing. No. One One's happening this month. The other one's happening the next month. And nobody's put up the hype or something like that. Here's the thing with DC, uh, not with DC, with Marvel, when they're creating the movie, they always have that budget and they always have that, okay, what's your goal like to make, like what's profit wise? What do you think you're going to make for opening weekend? Do you think that after 10 years of being in the MCU, that she's wait like she's like wants to like hold out for a series? Like I get with, um, I get it with one, like the Wanda character. And then you have um, Loki and then you have Hawkeye and you have like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like then again, they're just being established. These guys are new to the MCU. Somewhat, I'll I'll say somewhat new um, since uh, I think Age of Ultron, close to Age of Ultron. Yeah. Uh, A little bit before with Winter Soldier as well, but I continue with the fact that with her being one of the most established characters in the MCU deserves that recognition in a movie, in a movie wise versus a series, you know, for, for Scarlett Johansson to not get that and to actually not only be like, to be kind of put on the back burner for a year and to still have other projects going on as this continues, it's hard to see. Yeah. It's hard to see that like not happening. You're right. I just feel like it comes to a point where it's just like, how much longer are they going to hold off on this movie? Like, like I've told you this before too. Like I I'm not, I'm excited for the black widow movie, but it's not because of black widow. I'm excited to see Rachel wise who's a great actress. Um, Florence Pugh was one of my, one of my favorite actresses playing a character, Yelena Belova, who's my favorite black widow in the comics, not even Natasha Romanoff. Taskmaster is a great villain. General Ross yeah. is going to be in the movie and whatnot. There's more things about that movie that I'm excited for than Scarlet Witch. And I know I'm not the or or what am I saying? I mean Black Widow, and I'm, <laughs> yeah, I know I'm not the only one who thinks that too. So it's to the point where it's like I wasn't even all that excited in the first place. Do something with it because it's going to come to a point where it's going to, it's going to be like people are going to be like, oh, it was a Black Widow movie. Okay, cool. So I think with like Black Widow, like I brought up with the hype and everything, I think all in all, it'll be good, but I might be a bust. I think. Oh yeah. For it to be a year without any new trailer, any new nothing, you know, they had the final trailer a couple months ago cuz they thought originally like they would be able to do something. I actually honestly thought that they would do something to compete with uh Wonder Woman. Me too. I'm yeah. sur- I, I I'm surprised they didn't, you know, like to really boost the competition for not only the networks because it's going to be on HBO, it was on HBO Max. And for Disney Plus to not pull the trigger on it. If anything, look at it this way. If they do the premium, that premium access or that premier access, whatever it is that you pay an extra like 30 bucks for, first off, which I think is stupid. You're paying like $12 and on top of that, another one, which I get, it's fine. Because you have these movies that are going to meet goal that need to meet these goals. And you want to have like that budget for it versus you're losing money. Like take with um, Onward, with um yeah tom holland actually yeah with tom holland yeah with tom and um yeah chris pratt yeah with chris pratt as well thank you i was trying to remember the name like i don't want to call him i was i was about to say another name i forget who it was uh no paul i was gonna say paul rudd i don't know why his name came up (laughs) but anyway um like same thing with soul too they lost money on soul i feel yeah like with merchandise and whatnot i might have gone up but with movie profit wise it might have gone down give or take with the numbers but with 
uh, Wanda, uh, with WandaVision, you know, they're not losing anything because it was guaranteed on the network. Same thing with like all the other series, but for Black Widow, you're kind of looking at it as, okay, they had a budget. They want to exceed that. And they want to exceed that number in like uh, ticket sales or like in budget, like in that sale price, Mm -hmm. which is great on them. You know, like they want to exceed on that number. Yeah. So for them to hold off, they, they think that they have a great product to present. Let's hope it exceeds our expectations at least. Yeah. And for I'm them, hoping it's great. I'm hope, I'm going, I'll go into the movie open-minded and I'll give my opinion, you know, like, and we'll talk about it on either here or on our new show. Which I think leads us. And I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it's going to yeah. be, I'm, I'm hoping it's great. I, I, I got a feeling it'll be, it'll, it'll surprise a lot of people, myself included, but I think that's a good segue into our, uh, Final topic. We got that show coming. TJ and I have our own show. It's going to be a YouTube show. going to be a little yeah. podcast too. And yeah. the name is still, we're not going to reveal it just quite yet. Working on it a little bit, but I mean, we did at one point, we thought originally it was going to be that. Yeah. I mean, thought uh, it was going to be Marvel's movie, Marvel movies and more, but it's going to be changing. Gonna be changing. I to- did I tell you why? Why is that? So my editor for cheap talk wrestling, if you like, if I haven't brought it up already, me and him kind of get, Guy is a clown. Nate, I can't wait for you to meet him. Like, you know, the guy's a clown, dude. And not like he's a jerk. He's like, I'll this, beat, him re- beat him up in your honor. Yeah. So he gave me the trailer and everything like that, which we're going to be releasing sometime soon. I, I don't mind it, you know. Um, but he's like, oh, Marvel movies and more. That's like, you kidding me? Like, that's all you guys could come up with? Like, come on. That's not good shit. Come on. Like, what's the matter with you? I'm like, mm-hmm. like, you come up with something. So he's coming up with like, coming up with like something uh, like big kids, like big talk with big kids and, and all like stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, no, nah, it's not original. It's like, that's big talk with big name. I'm not going to take big talk with big Nate's name. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, like uh, do something cheap, like do cheap, uh, do cheap, big kids or cheap, uh, big talk. And I'm like, now you just, now you're just trying to throw shit at me. Like throw like throwing some stuff at a wall and see if it sticks. No, it's not going to stick. But we have ideas. We've been talking, you know, it's we're still yeah. in the works, but we're excited to bring it to you because we're going to be doing it not only on a podcast platform for the Daily Go, but we're also going to do it on the YouTube channel as well. It'll be a weekly thing. It'll hopefully release at the same time yeah. as the podcast. So if you want to look at our look at our like beautiful faces, you know, you'll be yeah. able to look at our beautiful faces. Our Ryan um, Gosling looking face. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll like you'll get to see my little uh, my little cave over here, like my little uh, man cave. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I just added my wrestling boots to my cave. Actually, no, I haven't even said said anything. I have retired my boots in oh, wrestling. Right. I haven't even said on my own show. I have retired my own boots and I've said to myself I'm gonna step away for a little bit. In the wrestling world, but I'm glad to release it on Big Talk with Big Naz, Big News. Yeah, <laughs> I've added them to my collection. I like I've had them up there for a little bit. I have my man cave down here, so you'll probably get, begin to see more of it in every other edition that I have. And we got some great topics that I, uh, me, uh, Nate, and I, I, but Nate and I have come up with for our yeah. show. Different ideas. We're gonna throw some shit at you. We'll throw a lot. We'll throw shit at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and the best part about this. Nate, is that it is unedited yeah whoa unedited no so i've talked with our i'll say our boss <laughs> i'll call yeah. him uh big pombo <laughs> this will be the uh we'll, we will have it unedited on not only the youtube channel we'll add some graphics in there here and there but it will be fully unedited censored but unedited okay so we can swear as much as we want 
I didn't go over the swearing thing with him, but we'll, I'll, I'll tell him later. He'll pro- when he listens to this, he'll find out. I'll let this be the, the way to yeah. kind of like tell him, hey, we're going to be swearing on it. I know, like, I don't, I know you don't swear, but me, I, I swear like a sailor, which is fine. <laughs> you know, it's you're more honest. I, I, I say, like, when you do that, you're honest. You're more honest with people. Oh. Some people think I'm just being a jerk, but <laughs> it goes both ways. <laughs> you're a good man. It's going to be good. We're going to be, I'm excited to do that with you on what day was it again? It was March, uh, March 20th, March 20th, big kid, March 20th, big kid. Yeah. March 20th. Almost two weeks to the day. Yeah. Two weeks away, two weeks away. We're going to, I'm excited for it, dude. And I'm excited for what we have to bring to the table. Cause it's not only my podcast and your podcast almost kind of coming together, but it's also two good minds coming together Yeah, and doing some great stuff, man. Yeah, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, awesome. you guys are definitely gonna be our everyone's gonna be looking forward to this one. It's gonna be amazing. Gonna what be date cool. was it? March 20th. March 20th. Don't March forget 20th. March 20th. We get go. to see us. You have to see us on the YouTube channel, the Daily Goat YouTube channel. Yeah, you get to see us. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. I'm dude. March 20th can't come sooner, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm hyped. It can't come sooner. I'm hyped to be a cow. <laughs> <laughs> it can't come sooner. They can't. So, TJ, I think that'll wrap it up. Thank you. Thank you for being on. You're a good man, big kid. You are a great man. Everybody, everybody, WandaVision is outstanding. It's great. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness coming March 25th, 2022. Over a year away. That sucks. But until then, you can hear TJ and I on our show upcoming every week. And it's going to be outstanding. It's going to be iconic. On March 20th. March 20th.